There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the 12 Days of Dishmas by Dish Island. I'm Paul Verhoeven. And I'm Tegan Higginbotham and I'm so happy to be here because I'm really excited about today's guest. She is the walking, talking example of how much one single person can achieve if they truly set their mind to it. Violetta M. Bagia is a chart-topping fantasy author, an accomplished home baker, and as of very recently, a brand new mum. Her Heart of Darkness series has a dedicated cult following across the globe, while her recent novel, The Reaper's Descent, just hit the shelves. She has a truly unique take on Christmas, and a desert island dish I am dying to try. So please... Please welcome Violetta Embagia to Dish Island. Welcome to Dish Island. I'm particularly excited to have you here because you're not only an incredibly talented author, a new mum, I think you're like a genius doctor of writing now or something based on your university, but you're also a really good friend of mine. So thank you so much for coming. Oh, thank you so much for having me. What did you achieve at uni this year? I should probably get the words right. Magician doctor of words is not it, is it? Oh, look, I'm hoping to be a magician of doctor words at some point, but at this point, not (laughs) yet. (laughs) Um, I've got three units left, but I've um, completed my first major thesis So I'm on to my next one, which will hopefully be the PhD. So, um, yeah, watch this space. You've done a lot this year. You've you've had your beautiful daughter. Your book, your fifth book came out on November 16th. I mean, there is just so much going on in your world. Yeah, there is. It's it's one of those um, pinch yourself and, you know, make sure everything's real kind of scenarios at this stage where, um, you know, everyone was telling me, oh, just you wait until Bub comes. You won't be able to do any of these things. But I've been so fortunate that she's actually just the best baby. You know, now I've said that she'll probably start screaming. So I apologize. (laughs) Violetta, you and your husband have, you know, been flying just the two of you for a while. And you've obviously, look, I'm assuming that like Tegan and I, you've gotten into a nice Christmas rhythm. You've got your meals you cook and you've got your rituals, you've got your movies and you've got a kind of like a rhythm going. Now that you've got a baby... This is going to be your first Christmas with a baby, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yep. So how, how much is that going to change the nice Christmas routine that you've built up? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Look, I think um, like everything, everything's going to change at some point, um, you know, with the baby, like all, all the firsts that we're going to go through um, in the near future. But I think um, in terms of prepping Christmas, because... The way that I, I've always done it is, you know, the kitchen needs to be empty. Everyone please clear out of the house. So I don't think this year will be any different. I'll just have to make him go over to his dad's house with the little one this time. Because <laughs> Christmas, I mean, I like this idea that you have to clear your house because you go in hard for Christmas. I've seen your socials. 
everything in your house becomes Christmassy. How much of a big deal is it for you? Look, Christmas for me was one of those things um, growing up, which, you know, I'd watch all the, the Home Alone movies and Die Hard. Yes, it is totally a Christmas movie. I'll fight anyone who says otherwise. <laughs> you know, I grew up watching that and, you know, wanting to sort of have that whole experience for myself, you know, the the house with a big tree and the obnoxious decorations and cooking ridiculous food that, you know, no one could possibly finish. I always wanted that. So that was kind of one of my things growing up, you know, and then as soon as I bought my own house, it was just, you know, wait, I can do all of this. Like, wow. So, so Christmas became huge. Every year I add a few more things to the, to the list of decorating. So we'll see what happens this year. And is there something, this desire for you to go in hard for Christmas? Because I, I completely understand the vision you have and I love it too. And sometimes I really try to mimic that, that sort of, you know, movie worthy Christmas idea as well. But is that something that, that happened that started when you were really young or is that something that that happened at a later point in your life look I think um I think you know the answer is a bit twofold here it did start when I was quite young um I think you and I have touched on this you know obviously we've been friends for a while um you know I I emigrated a few countries to to finally land here in Australia where you know it is home and and we didn't really have those opportunities to have those big Christmases um from Bosnia where I come from because the country there predominantly is Muslim so, you know, you, you weren't sort of hidden away from the other countries in the world when you watch TV and movies, and that's where that idea came from. So the ability to have that, I think it only it grew as I got older. So I think, um, gosh, I only imagine what it's going to look like when I'm, you know, in my 40s or 50s. <laughs> You're going to need a whole other house just for Christmas. How is it, though, practically with your families? Because you're not Muslim, but you've still got members of your very close family who are Muslim. Do you do two different celebrations? Is it Does it cause a lot of division or is it all just all big, won't be party? No, look, I think um, everyone, although, yes, a lot of my close family does still, um, you know, I guess, follow the rules of Islam, there is a lot of... You know, I, I want to say modernization within our family unit, at least, um, where everyone's just happy to get together and celebrate whatever it is that each other is celebrating at that particular time in the year. Um, so Christmas, I think, you know, obviously everyone wants to see it as as the celebration that it is and, you know, the right values and whatnot. But I think for us, it's taken on different right values, if you want to look at it that way. So not necessarily about the religious aspect, but more about the family and, and being together aspect. Well, you've mentioned that you, you know, were a big fan of non-conventional Christmas films, both of which actually involve laying traps for people. <laughs> I was going to say, have you kind of folded in any specific Christmas traditions into your new, you know, uh, look at Christmas from pop culture? Have you taken any specific tropes and any specific kind of rituals and folded them in? Okay, so I don't know if I can call it a ritual yet because it's only happened for a few years, but in Iron Man 3, he had a certain song that he would listen to while he was, you know, decorating his little tinkering garage. And I'm the biggest fan of Iron Man 3, so I must have any Christmas carols related to Robert Downey Jr., who, of course, actually did write a Christmas carol about 15 years ago himself. He totally did. It's amazing. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> yeah, I actually know the specific song and the specific scene you're thinking of. And again, that is another like a deep cut, non-conventional Christmas film. What is it that you look for in a Christmas film? Like what is it about that, that to you makes a Christmas film really great? Um, I think it needs to have all the really cliche melodrama. I think I live for that. Um, as you would know from from any of the books that you might have popped you know, <laughs> across. <laughs> Wasn't gonna say anything, no, you said no. it for me. <laughs> so uh so yeah, I've discovered I do love melodrama. So a Christmas movie definitely has to have, you know, some sort of dramatic, you know, whether it was, you know, the kid got left behind at Christmas and now he's setting all these ridiculous traps or, you know, oh, like Die Hard, again, one of one of the best movies, let's just put it out there. It just has to be big. It has to be big and it has to be exciting. I really resonated with what you were talking about before, about that sort of the meaning of Christmas, because although my family background slightly different from yours it wasn't by any means the same journey we have started to look at Christmas in a really different way we used to really celebrate the birth of Christ and we followed the Christian faith now that's not a part of our life anymore so we're trying to find new meaning for Christmas and I think it's about family and it's about trying to be a good person or at least that's how we interpret it in our household and it's about celebrating those that you love and I think the Christmas movies and the Christmas television shows are now a really important part of that for me because they also you know it's it's instead of looking at the nativity story I watch the Vicar of Dibley and see her doing wonderful things. Uh, right? See for me it's Jingle All The Way you know <laughs> it's it's Arnie in a superhero costume it's you're right though those Christmas films and those Christmas characters have become, they've kind of replaced that sort of role. I Even think. Home Alone, which is just such a celebration of family. And and those are the things that I look to now in lieu of Jesus Christ. So thank you, Bruce Willis. <laughs> thank you forever, Mr. Bruce Willis. <laughs> All right, we've we've tiptoed around it quite a while, but we need to talk to you now about food because the other thing I know you lean in hard to is, of course, your cooking, your baking. You are exceptional in the kitchen. So, Violetta, if you had to choose one dish that for you sums up Christmas, mm. or more to the point, if you could only have one dish at Christmas, it would, it would be this one. What is it? What is your Desert Island Christmas dish? Okay, so my Desert Island Christmas dish, and I feel like it's a bit of a cop-out because I can't even make it myself yet, but I am trying to learn. Um, It's a traditional dish from, um, well, I guess a lot of people would say it stemmed from 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 Greece but we've made our own twist on it in Yugoslavia it's called sarma they're the little cabbage rolls that are filled with mincemeat and rice and you have that with a bed of mashed potato and a side of bacon and I'm so sorry for all the people who don't eat meat but there's like four meats in this cabbage roll yes So does it, So, what is it that makes this meal particularly Christmassy for you? Is it just that you like eating it at Christmas or is there something festive about it in your mind? Um, look, it's, it's definitely the taste is amazing. And then also my mum 
would always complain about how long it took to make, so we only ever got to eat it at Christmas. So it's become it's become one of those happy memories of Christmas time, me and Sadma, and that's the only time my mum makes it, so it's very exciting. Um, but also back, you know, back home, back in Yugoslavia, like in Bosnia where I was born, that was the dish. You know, like a celebration of any kind came around, obviously not Christmas, <laughs> but any celebration at any time, you know, you would be sure there's a giant pot, you know, big enough to put, you know, a German shepherd inside. Um, and then you're like, wow, that is a, that's a lot of cabbage rolls. I find that so interesting because a lot of people we talk to, you know, who came from other countries when they were younger, use food as a way to kind of connect to their heritage in a really interesting way. And given that you moved across when you were five years old, I'm guessing you don't have many. Do you have many was memories? Was it five or was it younger? From Bosnia, we moved over to Germany. So I would have been about three or four then, which my dad stayed behind because the war in Yugoslavia broke out and he was in the army. So then when we came to Australia, I would have been about five, yeah. Right. Okay. So you're, I mean, have you have you been back at any point? Have you been back to that part of the world or have you just kind of, you know, stayed over here? No. So we went back, I think it would have been 2017. And that's the only time I've been back before and since. Mostly out of, um, out of choice, unfortunately, I'd have to say. Um, when I did go back, it was, it was a bit of a shell shock to see how a lot of my family still lives and how corrupt the government there is and I don't want to turn this podcast into something really sad but um yeah it was it was it was a shell shock to sort of come from here and you know you you know these things and you've lived these things but then to see them again with adult eyes is really um it's really confronting so it was really difficult to contemplate going back and I I wouldn't feel you know I'd be going back in good faith if I went there but not stayed with my family so I made a conscious choice not to visit just yet Um, at least until Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm ready emotionally. It's nice, though, that you're still able to foster these positive memories through food and through this food that your mum has brought over and that you are now, or at some point in the future, going to try and master as well so you can hopefully pass that recipe on to your daughter. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, like you you said there, you you nailed it. Food does bring people together in so many ways. Um, so yeah, so I'm I'm always happy to eat it and, <laughs> and make memories with new new bits of it. <laughs> so your book came out on November 16th and it is available on Amazon and in all good bookstores. Dimmicks, I believe, are those good bookstores. Can you, for anybody who is not familiar with this particular book just yet, give them a little preview of what they can expect? Yeah, so um, you can expect a very crazy New Year's Eve where reapers descend from the sky and the world as we know it suddenly shifts into darkness. Oh, so that's just 2021. Yeah, basically, (laughs) which is really funny because I wrote this about a year before COVID. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's nonfiction. Oh, my God. I've read a few of the synopses around. I feel like your book would be perfect for somebody who digs Buffy. Is that a pretty good pairing? Oh, yeah. I would definitely go with that for sure. Because <laughs> this is absolutely your shtick. This is the place where you like. You like very ballsy lead female characters. You like a little bit of fantasy in there and an awful lot of action. Correct. And, and of course, the melodrama. We can't forget that. The Reaper's Descent is out right now. Grab yourself a copy. Thank you so so much for talking with us today, Violetta. Here's the and thing, have a very Merry Robert Christmas. Downey Jr. is already stupidly talented. He was doing a film called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and he recorded an album during the shoot, and it's actually really good. So the Christmas song is, should I put it on my Christmas list? Well, let me put it this way. It's better than that Paul McCartney one you tried to introduce me to. Wishing you a wonderful, wonderful Christmas, Christmas time. time. It's dreadful. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's dreadful. It really makes me want to convert to Judaism. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the 12 Days of Dishmas. We will see you bright and early tomorrow talking to an absolute juggernaut of the gaming scene. In the meantime, make sure you head along to iTunes and leave us a rating and a review. It really helps. And you know what? Consider that your Christmas present to us, okay? And thank you for getting us that. Anyway, I'm Paul. That's Tegan. What? (laughs) Merry Christmas, guys. Bye. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.